0: Welcome to the Get Your Life Together workshop. I am so excited that you guys are all here. Um, we had some, I had to set up some te- technical stuff, so starting the recording here. Um, but welcome to the Nourish and Free community. This is my free Facebook community. This is where I have run challenges in the past and done coaching calls. And this is where I am kind of housing my workshops. I want to do workshops pretty regularly for you guys throughout the year. And I don't want to just do like lecturing, I want this to actually be a workshop. I want this to be something that you have a pen out, a paper out, and you actually get something out of this time together. And so um, this is gonna be in true workshop form, like I said in the email. So grab a pen, grab a paper, or if you're just listening right now, maybe come back and revisit it with a journal or something that you can actually um, take notes and really apply what we're talking about to your life so you can get the most out of our time together. And make sure to stay till the end because I have a fun announcement for you guys that I am so excited about. But I am very, very um, excited to teach on this topic because it's something that's near and dear to my heart. Um, If you're new to my world or my story, I struggled with binge and emotional eating since I was about 12, 13. It started the summer between 8th and ninth grade um, when I went on my first diet and then proceeded to binge. And so a lot of times binge, emotional stress eating, or an unhealthy relationship with food is precedented by a restrictive diet. I was trying to eat 500 calories a day to fit into my eighth grade graduation dress. Um, and looking back, I'm just like, Oh, I wish I, I just wish I had, you know, the knowledge. Obviously I didn't at 12 or 13. Um, but binge eating dictated sadly a lot of my life. And if you struggle with it, you know that it's not just, Oh, I ate an extra cupcake. It was like Seeking out large amounts of food anytime I felt any uncomfortable emotion, that's what I did. And for years and years, even when I went to college, when I decided to become a dietitian so that I could help myself and others with the issues that I was struggling with, I really wanted to learn more about food and actually how to use food for me and not against me. I remember saying that to my parents when I decided I didn't want to be a lawyer and I wanted to switch to a nutrition major. And I told them I want to learn how to use food for us and not against us. And um, I love being a dietitian. I love learning about food. I read nutrition books all the time. I'm always trying to grow and learn and also um, learning through my clients and learning through the people that I've worked with over the years. But so much of my teenagers and my adulthood was dictated by my unhealthy relationship with food. It affected my mindset. I had a very big victim mentality. I was not very productive because I was constantly eating or feeling sick from eating. I sometimes would even throw up not intentionally but just from the massive amounts of food that I would consume Um, I would blame my parents I would blame my boyfriend my ex-boyfriend my friends school anything any external thing I was the victim of and all I could turn to was food and that's what I would always tell myself Um, I felt very uncomfortable in my body I felt uncomfortable with the clothes I wore I remember one Easter Sunday I wore a black sweatshirt and black velour. Remember those velour sweatpants? That's what I wore to Easter Sunday. And I fought with my mom about it because I just did not feel comfortable in my body. And this unhealthy relationship with food really dictated the way I took care of myself, my overall habits, um, my productivity as a human. (laughs) Um, It's even affected my motherhood. You know, I I struggled a lot after having Emma just being a new mom and kind of taking care of myself with food because that's all I really knew what to do. And I'm so, so grateful um, for the renewal that God has given me. I am a Christian, so I firmly believe that God is a part of this story and that he does care about these things that we struggle with. So I'm so grateful for the renewal of my mind and God continuing to show me that my mindset was very, very important in this process, that I could not jump from diet to diet to diet with the same broken brain. And I talk about that a lot with my clients. If you are not addressing your brain and your mindset and your thoughts with your struggles, you are not going to get to where you want to go because you are taking that same broken mentality, that same negative self-talk, that same victim mentality to all the different diets that you sign up for, right? And then you're wondering why these results aren't happening for you. And so today we're going to address a lot of the behind the scenes of our health and nutrition free is not just a nutrition program I talk about. It's a nutrition strategy with mindset shifts. And so this is why I call it nutrition and life coaching, because a lot of my clients end up being like, wow, like I really want to grow in my evening routine and not be on my phone so much, or I want to, you know, now that I am growing with my nutrition, choices. I actually want to grow as a mom. Like what can I, what books can I read to be a more patient mom? Or, you know, I really want to work on our finances. I want to take better care of my home and be more productive in the home. And, um, it seeps into other areas of your life because you finally start taking care of the instrument that God has given you. I firmly believe that our bodies are an instrument and yes, they are temporary, but also these this is what God has given us to steward well on this earth. And I was not doing that for years. And I'm so grateful for this method that I kind of created through my years of my own experience as a binge eater and also through coaching clients with similar struggles. So for women, a lot of these things are intertwined. Like I said, before I started recording, I think your environment is a direct reflection of your mental health. My mom would always say she knew what was going on with me when she walked into my room, she saw the state of my room and she knew if I was on the struggle bus or if I was thriving and I was feeling good. Um, because a lot of times the way we take care of ourselves in our environment directly relates to how we're taking care of our mental and physical health. So let that sink in a little bit. I think we want to think they're compartmentalized, but a lot of the time for women, this is what we refer to as the spiral. If one domino falls off, everything else seems to fall out of place. And so I really want us to approach this workshop with an open mind and with a grace-based approach. I am very big believer in discipline but also giving yourself grace to grow not grace to stay stuck in your excuses because that's not what what Jesus did he forgave and then he said go and sin no more right and so we don't want to stay stuck in our excuses we want to live in the grace that helps us grow and grow out of these negative habits and that's really all these things are um, they're just negative habits they're harmful habits that we've gotten into over the years and we're going to talk about ways to break out of them so I want you to grab a notebook, grab a pen, or revisit this this next week. I'll leave this recording up in the group, and you can always revisit it then. So first things first, I want you to close your eyes and think about how you would ideally show up for these three areas of life that we're going to talk about today, your health, your home, and your habits. What version of you, what would that ideal version of you do? And I know we talked about this a little bit in my goal-setting workshop earlier this year, but... or end of last year, I think (laughs) December to January is a blur, but how would the ideal version of yourself show up for your health, your home, your habits? How would your home look? How would your productivity be? Would you take care of your home? Would you maybe, um, you know, hire someone to come help you clean your home. How do your habits look? Do you have a morning routine? Do you have an evening routine? What does your screen time look like? Do you read? Do you have hobbies? What are your overall habits that are dictating your day? And then what does your health look like? We're going to talk about all of these things and I'm going to ask you specific questions for each of these categories to get you thinking So I'm just gonna run through those questions right now. Um, So again, you can go back and listen to this if you want more time to write and reflect, or you can just jot down the questions and then come back and journal on this maybe tonight or tomorrow morning. Um, So first we're gonna talk about your health. So what areas of your health Feel clumsy, feel messy, feel like they need work. Did you just get maybe a recent diagnosis? Maybe your A1Cs are high or co- your cholesterol is high. Maybe you're struggling with symptoms like migraines, headaches, brain fog, and you're trying to figure out what, what's going on with your body. You don't feel like yourself. Do you feel intentional? with your food choices do you feel like you are limiting your success in this area because of the, what you are thinking are you telling yourself that you're just too addicted to sugar you're not made for this you're not made to like healthy food um you know your kids keep getting sick so i can't do anything I, I have to eat you know the the Domino's pizza every night i love Domino's. no no shame on Domino's. but um you know sometimes these things can get out of hand and we can keep telling ourselves well my kid is sick again so my trigger is i trigger a sickness my action is i'm gonna order pizza tonight or i'm gonna order chinese food tonight um do you keep telling yourself that you're an all or nothing person what are the thoughts i really want you to think about what are the thoughts that are holding you back when right before you do something that you don't want to do what is the thought that you're thinking there's always a thought that predates the emotion that we feel and then that emotion leads to that habit that emotion leads to the action that we don't want to do right so the thought is my kid is sick The emotion is stress. I'm so stressed. We're sick again. And now when they're sick, all of us are going to get sick. Can you tell I've been there? And then the action is, well, screw it. I'm just going to goldfish crackers and ice cream from the freezer and I'm just going to order takeout for a week because my kid is sick. So do you see how it starts with a thought? And then the thought is an emotion and then the emotion is an action, which is why we're addressing our thoughts a lot today. So what are some of the limiting beliefs that are holding you back with your nutrition choices? And then how can we change these thoughts into more empowering ones? This is something that I do a lot with my clients and it really, really helps them take the thought, like I just did this with a client this week. She said weekends have been hard for her and she tends to just treat herself all weekend long and she feels like it's two steps forward during the week, two steps back. And I said, well, what are you telling yourself about the weekend? What are your thoughts surrounding the the weekend that are making it harder for you to stick to your goals? She said, well, I always treat myself on the weekends. And I said, okay, I want you to treat yourself on a tuesday i want you to go get ramen on a tuesday she's like a tuesday and i'm like yeah go get your treat on a tuesday because your body has the same needs on a tuesday and a saturday and if we hold that weekend that thought that the weekend is on this pedestal and that we can only treat ourselves on the weekend we're gonna have a free-for-all on the weekends right and so do you see how we have to address these thoughts that are holding us back So the next question is, what are some eating styles or diets that you have tried? What have you felt good eating? And then what have you not really felt that great eating? And were these diets or lifestyles sustainable? You know, if you tried keto, do you think you could not eat bread forever? I always ask my clients that if they say, you know, I read about this and this, what do you think? And I say, well, can you do that forever? Like, can you eat 1200 calories forever? Like, no, because that's how much my four-year-old needs, you know? So I want you to think about the styles that you've tried in the past and can you do those forever? The next question is, are you trying to be perfect? Are you trying to stick to something perfectly? Um, and is that helping you or hurting you? Has perfectionism ever helped you reach your goals? If anything, I feel like it makes me at least an angrier person, someone who is more likely to self-sabotage myself constantly, and someone who was it was always holding me back from reaching my goals. Perfectionism is one of the worst forms of self-sabotage. Um, and then what are your overall goals? What do you want with your health? A lot of times, you know, as women, we think I don't want to be overweight. I don't want to be this size. I don't want to keep eating sugar at night. I don't want to snack all my kids leftover goldfish. but what do you want? It's so, so important to have a clear vision of what you want in this area of your life. So what are your overall goals when you come to your health, when it comes to your health, excuse me, and how would reaching these goals change your life? What, what would happen if you lived a day as that ideal self in your health department? What would happen? How would your life change? Would you feel more confident? Maybe would you get dressed for the day instead of staying in, I'm all for leggings, but I know for me, when I was not taking care of myself, I did not want to dress myself. I wanted to stay in pajamas or as you call them, junanas, all day long, you know? So what areas of your life would change if you started to actually not put your health on the back burner anymore, but actually prioritize taking care of this body that God has given you? What would change? What are your overall goals with that? So those are the questions for the health department, okay? So we're going to go into home. We're going to go into our home. And as you can see, I don't have the perfect home. My kids' artwork is all here. We have artwork on this side too. Um, you know, we have a house with three little kids. But I'm a firm believer that we allow what comes into our homes and we allow, you know, what we what we take in and what we get rid of, right? This is our space. This is our home. This is our environment. This is where you come home after a long day and you want to go, right? Or you wake up in the morning and you walk to the living room and you want to go, and sometimes our homes can be one of the most stressful parts of our lives that we end up drowning in the clutter. We drown in everything around us. We drown in the dust. We drown in the bathrooms. We drown in just the stuff. And especially as moms, it can be so triggering. We can get angry, we can get frustrated, we can get impatient. And it most of the time has nothing to do with our kids. It has to do with our environment and what we are sitting in, basically. And this is something that my husband and I said since we had Alex, you know, we live in a three bedroom home and we are really, really trying to minimize what we allow into our home, donate as much as we can, and really think like, do we need this or can we survive without it, you know? so I really want you to think about your home right now. What areas feel stressful? Is it the lack of you know a cleaning routine maybe that you're having a hard time sticking to is that too many toys too many clothes do you have piles of things places that are just like a dumping ground I always I always tell my husband I don't want an area of the home to turn into a dumping ground right now we have a bunch of recycling because it was Alex's birthday last weekend and there were a lot of boxes so that's one area that I'm like I need to I have been actually flattening those boxes for my husband and we're gonna take them out today but what areas feel like they're just turning into a dumping ground that things that don't have a home are just getting dumped in the corner of the hallway, maybe. Is it cluttered? Is it messy? Is it unorganized? How does your home make you feel? When you sit down in your home, do you have that like sigh of relief or do you just sit down and you're just like, I need to get out of here. I don't want to come home. Do you dread being home or do you enjoy being home? Do you enjoy being in your environment? do you feel like you can stay productive with household chores? A lot of the times my clients will not only tell me nutrition goals, but they'll talk about their life, right? Cause it's a, a big part of nourishing free is life coaching. So they will say, you know, I really want to declutter my home. I really want to have a cleaning routine that I stick to, that I can take care of this home, that I can actually be a homemaker and make my home inviting and life giving. Um, so are you able to stay productive in your home or do you feel like things just pile up and you want to procrastinate? You want to procrastinate all of your household tasks. I call this, Procrastinating because one of the emotional eating forms that I partook of a lot when I first became a mom, even in grad school, I want to say, when I was procrastinating homework, studying, you know, things doing things around the house, cleaning or decluttering or folding a load of laundry, I would eat. I'd be like, Oh my gosh, my to do list is so long. I want to procrastinate. I want to procrastinate by eating, right? Because a lot of times we turn to food when we have any kind of like uncomfortable emotion, and so. Are you able to stay productive or do things pile up and do you tend to zone out? Do you tend to escape what's going on in your home? Um, And then does your home make you feel overwhelmed so that you can't do other things? Like is your home so overwhelming that you can't just go into the kitchen and cook something? Is it conducive to having a productive and life-giving lifestyle, your home, or is it kind of drowning you in the overwhelm? And then what getting rid of stuff? help you maintain your home better. This one is huge. The less toys we have, the less there is to clean up at the end of the day, right? The less clothes you have, the less there is to find room in your closet and shove things in the drawers, right? Um, the less makeup I have, like, honestly, I use five things of makeup Why? Like I got rid of my big box of makeup and I use a little bag. My friend got it for me. My name is on it. And I use a little bag with my like five or six things of makeup in there. Cause that's all I wear, right? Why do I have, why did I need a whole thing of makeup? So would you, when you have less things, it's easier to maintain your things because you have less of them, so with maybe going on a decluttering plan, and I'll talk a little bit about you know what I'm doing this year as far as my own home, um, but would that that help you maintain your home better? So remember to reflect on all of these questions with a journal, a piece of paper, anything like that. Okay, the the last segment before we get into the action steps that we can take, think about your habits now. What areas of your day, of your routine, feel messy? Is it the mornings getting the kids ready for school? Is it when you all get home from school and everyone wants a snack and they have homework and you need to figure out dinner and your husband's getting home soon and there's just all this stuff going on? Is it that afternoon that feels messy? Is it the evenings? Are you just kind of scrolling till you go to sleep and then you're up all night wondering why you're so wired? Or is your evening routine feeling messy? How do you start your day and how do you end your day? What are the book, bookends of your day? What do they look like? What times of day are you more, more likely to get stressed out? Now, remember, this is the habits umbrella. And this is why we're talking about this right now is because these areas of life, um, we need to instill some healthy habits in the areas of our life that feel messy and clunky. So how do you start your day? How do you end your day? And then what times of day do you feel more most stressed out? What habits would you like to change? What does your screen time look like? And I am preaching to the choir. You know, would you like to reduce your screen time? Would you like to read instead at night versus scrolling on Instagram? Would you like to be more productive in the evening after your kids go to bed? Would you want to like fold that load of laundry and wipe down the kitchen and have a kind of like routine to close up shop, close up your home? I've heard people say put your home to bed. I love that. Um, what habits would you like to implement, but you're finding hard? Maybe you really want a morning routine and you just cannot seem to wake up before your children. You just cannot get out of bed, you know? So what what habits would you like to implement, but something is holding you back from that? And then what routines would you like to get into? A routine is basically a string of habits that's like tied together. That's basically a routine. So my morning routine, I'm in the habit of waking up. I make my pre-workout or a cup of coffee, I read my Bible, I journal, and then I work out. Those are habits, right? Journaling is a, is a habit, working out is a habit, and I strung them together to make my morning routine. So what areas of your life would you like a healthier routine in? Think about that when it comes to your habits as well. Okay, so we talked about our health, our home, our habits. Why does this all matter? Like I said, for us women, if we let one area of our lives go... Typically, it seeps into other areas. If we let our home go, we feel overwhelmed, we start to stress eat, and then we're letting our health go, and then we're just like, you know, falling asleep with a bag of chips at night, and then we're getting into a bad habit with sleep and getting enough sleep. See how it all ties together. So once we can establish some healthy routines and habits for these different areas of our life, things can change for us. You can actually start showing up. And I love using that term, and it's a term actually that someone wrote in one of my applications for 101 Coaching. She applied for 101 Coaching, and she said her goal was to show up. She felt like she was just zoning out at her job, with her family, with her work, with her home. She was just constantly looking for ways to escape instead of engaging with her life and showing up. I like to call it being an active participant of your life. You want to actually be like participating in the life that God has given you, right? And so once we establish some routines around these clunky areas, things can actually start changing for us. And so starting with your health, what habits do we need to get into? Maybe you need to get into a meal prep routine. Maybe you need to on Sundays tell your family, you know what, after church, we're coming home, we're putting the kids to nap, or everyone's gonna, you know, plop on the couch and watch a movie or play a game. And mommy needs to be in the kitchen for two hours, watching a Netflix show, listening to a podcast, and cooking. You know, I talk about component meal prep in one of my I don't remember. I think it's episode nine. I don't remember. One of my podcast episodes of prepping couple proteins, couple carbs, couple veggies for the week, right? So maybe you need to get into that habit. Maybe you need to find a workout that you enjoy, that you can actually go to and look forward to and stay consistent with. Maybe you need to address your thoughts, those limiting beliefs around your health and that you're not made to be healthy and you're not made for this. And you know, you'll never reach your goals and you've tried so many things and I just, it's not a good time right now. I love that one. It's never a good time. Never a good time. Um, It's never a good time. Nothing is ever going to line up perfectly. The stars are going to align and everything. No one's going to get sick and you're not going to be invited to a wedding and it's never a good time. So that thought is a lie and that thought is a limiting belief that's holding you back, right? So what thoughts do you need to think to stick to these health habits? I really want you to think about that. What routine might you need to get into as far as meal prep and your nutrition? What kind of routine can you get into with working out? And then what kind of thoughts do you need to think around what's holding you back? What is holding you back from eating the the meal prepped food versus ordering takeout. What thought is happening? What is holding you back from keeping the promises to yourself? Which is, which is in turn what will keep you consistent, right? I talk about staying consistent with habits enough to see the results. You can't, if you save a dollar a day for 10 days, you're going to get a dollar. But if you save a dollar a day for a year, you're going to get 365 bucks, right? So you have to stay consistent with the habit long enough to actually see it through. And this is something that I'm still working on with my own goals and my own dreams that I have. We have to make habits doable enough that we see the progress for the long run. So pick things that you can actually do. Like I said, you know, I always ask my clients, well, can you eat that way forever? With as far as your nutrition, you want to make choices that you can actually sustain and be consistent with forever, right? Because that's your life. This is your life. Um, This is why people gain weight, lose weight, gain weight, lose weight is that they try to be perfect and then they go into the nothing and then the all and then the nothing. We don't want that. We don't want either end. We want to live in the middle and still reach our goals because we are sticking to these habits long enough to see them through. As far as your home, what routines do you need? Do you need a cleaning routine? I know for me, I have a cleaning routine. I do certain things Mondays, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I also have someone who comes and helps clean the house um, every few months. My goal is to have her come more often this year um, because I am working a few jobs right now and it would be very, very helpful. But what do you need to do to make your home A more livable environment and a more enjoyable environment do you need to do something I do is I do a daily load of laundry from start to finish like I I put it in the morning I wash it I dry it I fold it and I put it away every day sometimes twice if the girls have swimming or if we have a lot going on um i always always do that and that helps laundry not be a stressful thing for me um another thing that i do is i we do tidy timers with the girls so we do a tidy timer or we listen to whistle while you work from snow white or if i'm alone at home and they're all sleeping or they're all doing something i put on my my airpods i listen to a podcast and i do a quick sweep of the house i call it a sweep so i scan the rooms i take everything back to their home i put everything where it belongs if i'm leaving a space i look around and i I think, what can I take with me back to the bedroom, back to the bathroom, back to the kitchen? That's just like sitting here. Um, if something takes less than 60 seconds, just do it. Just do it. And then one of my favorite productivity tips for the home, my grandpa would actually say, my mom's dad, and it's an Armenian, he would say it in Armenian, but I have to translate it obviously, but he would say, don't leave today's work for tomorrow. And I think a lot of times I will say this in this day and age, I feel like productivity is looked down upon a lot and it's like, oh, just like relax, just relax. Yes. yes. I love reading fiction. I love reading books. I just finished an amazing fantasy series called Throne of Glass. It was so good. I love relaxing. I love watching Gilmore Girls at night, hanging out with my husband. Um, But then I'm just feeling overwhelmed with everything that I'm not doing, right? So you want to be productive and rest. You want both of them to go together so that one isn't overpowering the other and then you're out of balance for your life, right? So don't leave today's work for tomorrow. Do what you can today to lessen your low tomorrow. And that in turn will lessen your overwhelm, lessen your likelihood to stress eat, procrastinate, turn to food, look for ways to escape your life versus engage. When you do small tasks every single day to maintain your home, you will find that you will be a lot more productive overall, but in a joyful way. You you won't feel like you're tied down to everything that you have to do in the home because everything has a, has a place in your life. You're showing up for your home, but you're also showing up for your health, for your habits, all of it. Um, a lot of the times, you know, I see women, they won't work out or they won't cook because they have to clean their home. But listen, if you work out, you will have so much more energy to clean your home and you'll probably be more efficient at it. If you cook the healthy food, you will have more energy to do everything that you need to do at home instead of feeling sluggish and needing a nap in the afternoon. So do you see how showing up for all areas, affects all areas and it helps you show up better in all of them. So the last thing uh, when it comes to home is Make sure to declutter and that's something that i am doing this year i'm a firm believer in decluttering um i am doing decluttering zones this year so january was toys i decluttered a ton of our toys we donated a lot threw some away that were just like really old and missing pieces and kind of gross looking um but i decluttered a lot of our toys in january february is clothes, and i already did alex's because he got a lot of clothes for his birthday so i was like i'm just going to do this now Um, but i really want to go through our closets and declutter our clothes March is gonna be the kitchen you know, April is going to be the bathroom and I'm talking about ruthlessly decluttering. Um, and that way it's not overwhelming. It's probably going to take me a day out of the month or a couple days out of the month to really do it and go through everything, but I'm going to set myself up and then I'm probably going to repeat those things the second half of the year. So, you know, I have toys, clothes, kitchen, bathroom. I'm going to do like the random, you know, like linen closet, all of that kind of stuff. And then we'll probably repeat like the, the closets and everything. And then we'll probably repeat the second half of the year with these declutter zones. That way you're not just like walking in, Your house being like, I need to declutter, but you have no idea where to start and what to do. Um, So, zone out your house and then attack the zones. That's what I would recommend when it comes to taking care of your home. And then the last thing, your habits. So, do you want to get into a morning routine and why? Do you want to get into an evening routine and why? When it comes to a morning routine, you have to sleep. You have to sleep. That is the habit that I want you to focus on when you are trying to wake up at five to read your Bible or get your workout in. You have to sleep. Um, it's a really, really important part of being able to be consistent with a morning routine. Is sleep your evening routine? Maybe you need to put your phone in timeout. <laughs> I do that a lot. Maybe you need to charge your phone somewhere else so it's not right by your bed and you're not staying up till midnight looking at TikTok. Or I don't even have TikTok on my phone anymore. I got it for like a couple days and I was like, this is terrible. Like no (laughs) um how would your life change if you got into these healthier routines into a cleaning routine into the habit of you know putting things away when you get them into the habit of waking up early how would your life change how would your mindset change if you got into these habits for me skincare has been something that i really want to get better at and so i've triggered myself to do my skincare while while my girls are either in the bath at night when i'm with them or when they're brushing their teeth and they're using the restroom and they're doing their stuff at night i just quickly wash my face and put my creams on and i feel so much better when i do it that way so find triggers to these habits um my trigger to empty the dishwasher in the morning is while my coffee brews so i put my coffee to brew and then by the time i'm done this is another tip by the time i'm done with the dishwasher the coffee is still brewing a habit if you don't if you feel like a habit or or a task is taking too long i encourage you to time it i timed my skincare routine one time it took like 70 seconds and i was like seriously i'm making this such a big deal in my head to not i don't have the energy to wash my face at night oh i'm so tired i just want to sleep it's 70 seconds Okay, emptying the dishwasher took me less than three minutes to empty the dishwasher. So I like to pair the things together and I know that I'm waiting for my coffee anyway so that why not just empty the dishwasher and get something done that takes me less than three minutes. Um, Tina said habit stacking. Exactly. That's in the book, Atomic Habits. I love the book, Atomic Habits. If you have not read it, I'm going to reread it right now. My cousin just started it, so I'm rereading it with her. Um, He talks about stacking habits. So starting with one habit and then stacking another one, stacking another one. Um, I like to pair habits. It's something that I really enjoy doing, like I save a podcast, let's say, for when I'm folding the laundry. So that way, it's something I enjoy doing. Or you can even save a podcast or an audiobook for when you're working out. You're like, okay, this is what I listen to when I'm going to exercise. So you pair something you love to do with something that you're maybe like, eh, about, like cleaning or organizing your home or working out or meal prepping. Pair something enjoyable and do it together because then you will actually be excited. You know, we have to play tricks on our brains sometimes. It's all a mind game. That's what I tell my clients a lot. We're going to play mind game with you, right? Now because you have to convince yourself that these things are worth it to get into the discipline. I will say. Do not rely on motivation when it comes to your health, your home, your habits. You can leverage motivation when you feel motivated, but never rely on it. Motivation, I recorded my podcast this morning. I recorded for Monday, but I talked about how motivation is like that friend that always cancels plans and you're at the coffee shop and you've already ordered and you're just waiting. And then an hour later, she texts you that she's not going to show up. That's how fickle motivation is. So we don't want to rely on motivation. We want to get into these good disciplines, these habits, and these routines to help support the life that we want to live and the areas that we want to thrive in. So with that said, I'm really, really excited to announce, and I've already announced it on Instagram a little bit, but I am opening up my Nourished and Free membership. So if you have been around in the past, you know that I have run memberships twice before. Um, One, I closed down in February 2020. And looking back, I kicked myself because I'm like, we all needed that come March, right? Am I right? We all needed that accountability come March. So I am reopening the Nourished and Free membership. It is going to only be 37 bucks a month, and you are going to get monthly coaching calls with me, challenges to implement what we're getting coached on, and then the opportunity to get hot seat coaching. You can apply to get coached in the group, you know, one-on-one with me, but with the rest of the group, you can apply to get coached that way. And the most important thing is you will get into a group with other women who are striving for the same things you are, who want to implement the Nourished and Free strategies in a way that is sustainable and doable for the long run. And this is going to be a nutrition and life coaching membership. So we're going to talk, our first month is about nutrition, but we're going to talk a lot about our thoughts, our mindsets, our routines, our environments, um, how to approach habits in a healthy way, how to implement that nourished and free mantra that I say, nourishing your body, your mind, and your soul, because it all ties together. It all works together to live that life that you want and to show up in the areas that you want to show up in. So we're going to talk about developing sustainable and consistent habits. If you struggle with consistency, this membership is going to be perfect for you Because you're gonna learn how to actually live in that middle so that you can go forever right? Instead of living in the 100%, 0%, 100%, 0%. We're going to talk about consistency and ways that you can bounce back after setbacks. We all have setbacks. We all have days that we maybe don't do what we desire to do. We're going to talk about how to bounce back. We're going to let it go and do the next right thing, Um, to quote Frozen. um, That's one of the most powerful mindset shifts to make to help you be consistent with your goals. We're going to talk about, speaking of mindset, living in an empowered mindset versus a victim mentality, showing up and being an active participant in your life. I like. To say one of my affirmations is, I am an action taking, problem solving woman. I don't want to sit back and just let life happen to me. So, we're going to talk a lot about the mindset shifts we need to make, stop those limiting beliefs that are holding you back, like we talked about earlier. And ultimately I want to help you show up as the woman that you desire to be with your health, your habits, your overall routines and the way you live your life. I want you to address the areas that feel messy and clunky and start developing doable routines and habits every single day to nourish your body, your mind and your soul. So I'm really really excited about this membership. It is only $37 a month and if you sign up by Sunday, I'm doing a bonus call Monday with all of the, you know, OG members that are that decide to take the plunge and invest in this now. On Monday morning at 9 a.m california time uh, pacific standard time i will be doing a bonus call for you guys and then the membership will officially start february 6th the first monday of february so the ultimate deadline to sign up would be february 5th so I'm really, really excited to be opening up this program for you guys. And I really, really think that this is going to be a way that you can still get the nourish and free coaching without the you know, one-on-one high level investment and also being able to do it with a group of other women who are striving for the same thing and getting that accountability and that support. Um, I wanna remind you that you are worth it. You are worth not putting your health and your mind and the way you talk to yourself and your mindset on the back burner this year. You've gotta bring it to the front a little bit and we wanna address all of those areas that feel clunky in our lives and start showing up well. So I will post the link to sign up as a nourishing free member through the link in the comments. And I hope you guys got a lot out of this workshop. Remember that I will keep this recording up for the next seven days. So up until next Friday, and then I'll probably be taking it down, but I will be uploading the podcast. So you, if you don't follow my Nourishing Nuggets podcast, I used to love that name, um, go subscribe to that. And I will be uploading this episode on the podcast so that you can also just listen and you know do the journaling, really dig deep into these areas and address these areas that you want to grow in. So I hope this workshop was helpful for you guys comment below. Let me know what you got out of it, what nuggets you got out of it. And remember that um, I will be putting the link to sign up as a nourishment free member in the comments. And if you sign up by Sunday, you will get access to that bonus call. So I hope everyone has a beautiful Friday and I will talk to you guys later. Bye guys